It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on what? On TwinTalkCast.com. And also on the largest internet radio network in the world, Live365. We do it every Tuesday night because Tuesday is Twins Day. And we are a pair of identical twins. We are twins, but born on the same day, but not at the same time, eh? I was born six minutes later. But that's about it. There's nothing else that's uh, similar. But you know what? It's all, the, you know, our family and, and everybody knows it's me being born six minutes later, but that's like a terrible term, eh? Because I, I wasn't really late. No one, no one said you were late, but you're always late. Who cares? No, I'm Why do you care? Late. Why do you care about? You're late all the time, dude. You, and you are proud of being late. No, this. Anybody ever consider they're just too early? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. Anyway, so we broadcast live every Tuesday night. We are a show of identi- by identical twins, but not about twins. It is where we celebrate the differences. And the similarities of the world. Yeah. Anyway, we uh, we have a fantastic show this week. We do, but uh, don't, let's tell everybody where they could find us on our social uh, networks. No, let's get to the show first. We want to know people that that goes first. We, okay. First, we go to the show, then they could do, you know, all okay. that stuff. Well, I did the rundown today. You gave me like <laughs> like uh, unediting. Uh, uh, okay, I know. Uh, I, you know, you did, you gave me all this creative liberty on it, and it didn't happen. That I'm way. sorry, dude. Well, I, I didn't know you did that, but. We should always I put do, it right there. We should, so always, we should also we should from the, from now on we should always tease the show first. Okay, for rule of thumb. Okay? Rule of thumb. Okay, we'll put a thumb up there. Anyways, with <laughs> us today on on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, we are taking on the marijuana controversy on again. <laughs> controversy. With us today, <laughs> today from Calm. What a name, huh? I dig it. Calm it's, down. It, it is. The Citizens Against the Legalization of Marijuana. Uh, Mr. Scott Chipman is going to be with us. Also, from, from the Patients Alliance. Patient Alliance. <laughs> Patients Alliance. Both, both apply, eh? When you are stoner, both apply, man. Anyways, uh, Executive we- Director of Patient Care Alliance, Mark <laughs> O'Hara, is going to be with us as well. Right on, dude. And so, obviously, we got one guy, one side that's against the legalization of marijuana and another who's for the metal, medicinal use of marijuana. And for me, it's like, I can't wait. So, I'm going to be with us. I think it's a good topic. I'm really glad we're going to be talking about it, let's say. Well, I know I you really are. am, but I knew you would. But let's let's let me tell you though I want to talk this time. <laughs> no interruptions, eh? You know, like uh, Captain Kirk interrupting uh, Scotty when he's doing his thing. Hey, you don't interrupt him, eh? I, I, uh, yeah. What What are you talking about interrupting? If if Scotty wasn't interrupted all the time, the the Enterprise would be flying sweet, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> but but William Chatner has to be all control freak and shit on the whole thing, kind of like you know, Cap- like what just happened with the the intro on the board. <laughs> but you must always promote the show first, don't you understand? <laughs> but Captain, <laughs> I'm giving it all she's got. Yeah, yeah, I'm a doctor, not a miracle worker. Anyway, also on the show tonight. Uh, Straight out of Telemundo and NBC. Every week she's here with us with the News and Dirty Laundry, Jackie Casas. Jackie, what's going on with uh, News and Dirty Laundry tonight? Hey guys, tonight on News and Dirty Laundry, security threats and low ticket sales are threatening the 2014 Sochi Olympics. Uh, that's upcoming in the next month. I, I knew a girl named Sochi. Sochi? <laughs> also. <laughs> yeah, me too. I have a really funny story about that. Also, social media has gone bonkers after some good old smack talking on the football field at the NFL Conference Champions game. Uh, we'll get to take a listen to that rant or bark oh, or, really? you know. Uh, that was heard around the world. And finally, what did Obama say about pot in his latest interview? Uh. All that and more coming up. <laughs> How fitting, isn't it? Anyway, listen to, uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, looking forward for the Obama, you know, Obama pot talk. <laughs> anyway, so that's what's going on. Also, remember that uh, uh, we have uh, uh, My Patriot Pass where I will have an opportunity to rant. Um, usually more my, opportunity. Usually on my conservative <laughs> leanings. Also, so what is that called, man? Angels. When you have an opportunity on top of an opportunity, man, shit. It's called. <laughs> it's called free enterprise. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> also angels it. chill out. So stay tuned. Stick for, for the chill out, Jay. So how was your week, bro? My week was good. I spent the the weekend. I spent it with you, eh? That's right. We worked. We worked. Uh, uh, we were building a swing set for my sons this weekend. Did you have to get like the most complicated, <laughs> the hardest, most you know, redundantly, redundantly hard? Uh, it, it is a, uh, wood, a it, set. It is a wood, in the world. It is a wooden behemoth of a structure, <laughs> and it has it has a monkey bars. It has a rock wall, and it, it has it, every every single size of planks boards that you can think of <laughs> it has uh, uh has a playhouse it has uh several wow. swings you know the hardware slide. you know what the hardware is me like the screws yeah. and the nuts and the, and the little screws and all that that came in a separate truck <laughs> wow i'm excited but i'm sure that the boys love it oh the thing is the boys are having a blast building notice i said still build- notice i'm speaking in the present tense because we haven't finished building this thing Wow. <laughs> we haven't finished building was this thing. Days. How long does it take for a pair of twins to build two. a play, play set for let the me re- two kids? Let me, re- let me refresh your memory. Okay. It is a behemoth okay. of a wooden structure. It has can, monkey- like, can I live there? And can Theo Luis live there too? It is Theo amazing. Yes, there? we could do the show from there. It has two levels. It has a, a slide. It has a... Uh, all this other stuff, and and it's just huge, and it's and it's wood, every size of wooden of lumber you can think of. <laughs> you know what? I should have picked up my dad eh, on the way over there. <laughs> he totally would have supervised it. We would have been done in an hour. I'll tell you. I bet. <laughs> I know. I would have. We, that would have been cool. Anyway, um, 
That's what's going on. Anyways, thanks for your help, Angel. Really appreciate it. I plan to get uh, finish it tomorrow. <laughs> I had to leave early, though. I had to leave early on uh, on sa- on Sunday because it's our first, our last weekend with uh, my mother in law here visiting from Guatemala and my brother in law. Mm-hmm. So we took them to. Uh, I, I have to say it, guys. My favorite little city in the LA County, which is the crown of the city, Pas- Pasadena, and we went because when you want to go eat. Right. You got the four corners of the world there and there's like a couple of schools there. So a lot of like, you know, fresh students up there cooking up right. some shit. Uh-huh. You know, when you go to the, you know, you could be Indian, it could be uh, Korean, it could be, it's still Latino chefs in the back, eh? But they rocked it, eh? <laughs> right, it's true. We chose Indian this time. Yes. Eh? Anyway, so um, that's what's going on. Uh, and, <laughs> you weren't uh, even listening to no, me. I heard, I, heard, I, heard, I heard everything you said. You went to the jewel of the city and all that good stuff. Can you say it backwards? <laughs> no. Hey, is, does that sound fair to you for me to tell you that? No. Why? why like, that? like if I ho- held you to it, like you have to say it backwards to prove me that you heard it. That's everything. not fair. No. Okay. Then why do why do policemen make you say the alphabet backwards when uh, they think you're drinking? Eh? Just, it's it, because they're the police. Whatever. Anyway, that's what's going on, and uh, and uh, <laughs> you know all that good stuff. <laughs> Come on, Lenny. Stay hey, on you, it. Lenny, cue him. Hey, I want to give Lenny a shout out. Thanks for being here, Lenny. You got a shout out right there, right? I should have gave it to you a little earlier when I didn't have the music, eh? Anyways, thanks for being here. Also, a shout out. I want to give a shout out to our primo, eh? Chucho, eh? Hang in there, brother. We love you, man. And uh, uh, Hang in there, brother. Give us a call, eh? We can, you know, go have a beer or algo, you know? I want to give a shout out also to Daniel of Roz United. Hey, Holmes, give me a call. I know you got a gig coming up in uh, next month. Let's talk about it. Also, I want to, oh, a special shout out. Um, un saludo para mi suegra y mi cuñado, Doña Mari. Saludos. Paquito, los voy a extrañar. Um, also, I want to give a shout out to Della Camarillo. He's here. He made it here today What's from up? Australia. What's up, Del? He's here. He's doing something. We'll um, call in, homie, and uh, shout out to your girls también. I also want to give a shout out to a group. He's choking. He's choking. Are you okay? Have I'm good. Going? I want to give a shout out to a group. This was a Facebook thread. First, it's, I want to give a shout out to Helena Kirby of Magnetic Recording. And the rest of the folks on that Facebook thread, uh, thread Christopher, Tessa, Robert, Michelle, uh, Red Eyes, Daniel, and Karen. Hey, I told you I'd give you a shout out. And if you, since you heard it, you tuned in. Hey, do it again next week on 7 p.m. Anyways, those are your shout outs. You got any shout outs there? No, I don't. I don't want to say it to anyone. Okay, shout outs are brought to you by. <laughs> okay. No, I don't have any. That's okay, Captain. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut while you're at it. Anyway, shout outs are brought to you by um, Aladdin's Jr. Uh, <laughs> Mediterranean Cuisine and Concert Venue there in downtown Pomona. I dig it. I think I'm going to go this weekend. It's been a while since I've been there. After my hike, I'm going to go down there. And they got good food, good beer. Hit them up, tell them those twins t- sent you. There All right. You we'll be right back with. The chill lounge and all that other stuff I said. <laughs> Marijuana talk. <laughs> we'll right back. Pot talk. <laughs> Shoo!
Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. Hug a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Yeah, and welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live uh, from the Alicia's Garage on Twin Talk. Cast.com. And we're also doing it out of the largest radio, internet radio <laughs> network in the world. See, it's so large, I have to say radio two times, eh, to read like it. Anyways, it's called uh, Live365.com. Look for Twin Talk Cast Radio. And we want to let you all know that you can give us a call throughout the show. Hey, oh, Lenny, yeah. Lenny, make sure the phone lines and are on. please do. Please listen, do. Listen, please to, listen, do. To, listen to what I said. Let's talk about it today. Pot talk. <laughs> listen to what I said. Lenny, will you open up the phone lines? Right on, okay? <laughs> I dig it. Anyways, if you want to give us a call throughout the show at 626-275-8946. Also, you can chat us up on Facebook throughout the show. Go to Twin Talk Show on our Facebook wall. Friend us. Also on Twitter, Twin Talk Show, and Instagram. Twin Instagram and Talk Twitter. Show. And there's more. We need to open some more. Do We have one also on Google+. Plus. It's circles, right? Who uses that? I don't know, but no you know, I got that. on there. There was a funny ass video. I couldn't share it anywhere else, though, eh? Because it's no one, because like, no one uses that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you could go on other ones, like social, like Instagram, and then sa- sa- save it, and it goes up to like Facebook and Twitter and all all those. They're like it, they're you all know. connected incestuously. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> oh, there it is. Ladies and gentlemen, there it is. When you hear that guttural beat that grabs you from the loins and says, it's time to listen. (laughs) That means it's time for the girl with the pink (laughs) headphones, the girl with the skinny on the news, the girl who knows it all. And if she does it, she sure is convincing. She'll slap you out of it. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, from NBC and Telemundo, multimedia journalist, Jackie Casas. Yeah. Let me just say it. With the news and dirty laundry, Jackie Casas. There you go. Shoo. Hi, guys. It's Hi, funny. Jackie. I heard Nanny go, shoo, in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jackie. So good to be here with you guys. How are you feeling? I heard you were sick. I am feeling much better. Thank you, Jesus. You're a real trooper because I was uh, sick and I, we canceled out the show. You look kind of pale. <laughs> I was in a vomit hole. So <laughs> that's probably why I look a little pale. I'm still, you know, regenerating. I have my Gatorade here. You know, I haven't eaten since Sunday afternoon, I just realized. So I brought a salad with me. Okay, good choice. But Angel I'm not would even, say, like, that Angel hungry would say right you now. look pale ale. 
<laughs> Good enough to drink. <laughs> Although I really want an In-N-Out burger so yeah. bad, but I know it's probably not the You know you do. You want the animal, right? With extra sauce and all the fresh onions, not grilled. I don't like onions. But you do today because you want that. <laughs> Just that animalistic burger. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling much better, guys. Thank you so much. I, well, I just thought. Thank you, know, you for I'll, being here, Jackie. When, when, I, when I saw you, Pell, I, I thought maybe you packed in the uh, the compact on your face. No, no, it's <laughs> not just enough blush cells, on the sides. Cells <laughs> coming back to my face. Still. Jackie does not take on the makeup. She she has the natural beauty. She's a very beautiful woman. Very, oh, very thanks, beautiful. Guys. Every time I see her, I get that tickly yeah, feeling. Yeah, even at. at Three o'clock in the morning when Jose gets to see me, even though my really? hair is like yeah. this. And when, like I, this. when I wake up to her, at you three mean she in the doesn't morning? wake up? <laughs> I mean at work. I mean at work, <laughs> not like in bed or anything. I mean like at work, three o'clock in the morning. Come on, Jose Jackie. and I work those awful hours. Jackie, that was I had priceless. Go- I had them going, Jackie. <laughs> Three o'clock in the morning at work. Hey, you see, I want to tell the listeners, you should have seen Jackie's face when she corrected that. She was all worried about it. You, eh? know, what, you, you know what her face says all over? <laughs> BFF. <laughs> or BF. What do, we, what do we call them? The BF? BF, the BF. That's what was written all over her face. The BF. The BF. Uh, Mr. BF. Uh, hey, yo, Mr. BF, chill out. I knew her before you did. Sandro, don't we call him Sandro? I, just, I thought it was Sandro. Sandro. No, that's that was we call him. That was her friend with the open the shirt. Orlando. Orlando. Hey, but I like Sandro. Sandro works, dude. Hey, let's use Sandro. Sandro works with hey, a big Sandro. lapel. I, with a big lapel and only two buttons. So Sandro eh, not, replaces not BF. Yeah. Okay, Sandro. Sandro, Sandro. Sandro. Now, Sandro, I want you <laughs> to know. Can you say it? Can you say it? Sandro. Well, there you go. Like Sandro, that. I, want, <laughs> I want you to know, Sandro, that I discovered her. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, anywho. Hey, just don't piss her off, Why doesn't Sandro. he ever call in or chime in? Why doesn't he ever do that? Wonder if he don't even do it, exists. No. He does exist. Mm-hmm. I have. Oh. I don't have a makeup boyfriend. Oh, like the ones you could get an app for, huh? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dale. Let me get those text Te messages for you guys. <laughs> Check it. Do not. Does do not. Does not need an app. Okay. What are we? What's going on with the news and dirt? Okay, guys. Let's get started. No more talking about vomiting and three a.m. things. Okay. New details over security at the upcoming Winter Olympics Games in Sochi have surfaced in the last few days. Talk about a terrorism suspect on the loose and her wanted poster. Warships at the ready and video threats. Russian President Vladimir Putin stressed that his country has stepped up security and is prepared to handle any threats. But some U.S. lawmakers and at least one (laughs) Olympic athlete have said they're worried about the situation. So is anybody, that lady who's, is she threatening, is she claiming, or is she alleged, uh, is she accused of it? There was a bombing already that happened like two weeks or a week ago. In Russia? Yeah, and they, someone came out, you know, someone always claims responsibility, Uh and this person or group of persons said, yes, we did it. And we will do it again during the Olympics. Oh, the poster no. of the woman that has been going around, her name is Ruzana Salima Ibragimova. She's described hey, as a... that's the lady who does the nails over here in Glendale. <laughs> <laughs> right? She's a uh, widow. I thought I saw you getting your nails done there. Ada. <laughs> Tell her to go ada la chingada. <laughs> this is so terrible. Oh, you're bad. She's described hey, as the widow of a member of a militant group who passed away. Or and and is it a militant? Are they from Russia? Uh, uh, a local? <laughs> Are they local terrorists? <laughs> 
No, yeah, they're, they're local to Russia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, local to Russia. I mean, do they go to the same 7-Elevens and shit? Oh, my God. 7-11 skis. No, that's... <laughs> How's that? 7-Eleven ski. That's India, dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, because I want to so know, because the terrorists, they... I mean, the terrorists, excuse me. Russia has a law against gay people. Right. And so, like, right now, there, I know that uh, there's a big talk within the... the <laughs> a big the, talk. <laughs> Be, with, a big discussion. Or there's a big discussion or? within. No, there's a there's a dialogue uh, within the Olympic uh, uh, community as to uh, with the Russian government or the organizers in Russia with, with uh, about uh, Get to them the point. arrested or anything like that. Yeah. And so I wonder if this is related. Eh? You know, no, no, it has to do with the fact that these terrorists, these uh, black widows, so-called black widows. Their husbands, who were terrorists, were killed. So, uh, in revenge, not nah, Charlie. Dude, the Black Widow kills her own man. Eh, that's a good point. Shit. It seems that this uh, ter- this notorious uh, Black Widow uh, group seems to have come about after the Russians clash clash with the Chechen 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 <laughs> separatists. Are you dropping your money over there? Chechen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, security experts did stress that the woman is likely one of the many suspects authorities are trying to find, and they've actually um, I see. spread out uh, flyers with her photo. They've sent it out to hotels nearby, and people are really concerned because these are hotels that are supposed to be booking up for this let me just Let event. me just say this. First of all, I wanted to say that Ava chimed in saying, what a coincidence. Her name is Rosanna. Just saying, I don't get it. Please chime in again, Ava. What do you mean on that? I know. I don't get Where did she chime in? On Instagram? Oh. Or on Facebook? I see. Better not say that. <laughs> <laughs> she just followed... She just followed up to it, and it's uh, it's 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 family drama. So even <laughs> though this, uh, even though the Olympic Games are taking part in Russia, um, the U.S. military has involved itself and will have two warships and several transport aircraft on standby under a contingency plan to help evacuate Let American so officials be part- and the, the athletes. Sh- in case an emergency occurs. So the ships are going to be parked out in the ocean? They are ready to go. Here's what i got to say about this. I, 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 here's a problem. Can I park in your front this, yard? This is, a, this is a problem. Here's a problem. I remember doing that, and I used to clean the white walls on my car and shit right in front of everybody. Here's an issue. <laughs> the, here's an issue with us, uh, with the situation. Russia has not even asked no. for any kind of assistance no. or help from the U.S., which is a problem because uh, uh, the United States, uh, uh, our president... Who was given the Nobel Peace Prize because he's such a, you know, was such a whatever he they thought he was gonna be, uh, who said he will open doors with other countries and be, have a transparent government has not only alienated our enemies more but even our friends and during the last Olympics, uh, um, where U.S. and Russia had tension. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our government still befriended one another in order to keep security. Okay. So what are you getting at? Eh? I lost you at hello. Eh? What I'm getting at is that the United <laughs> States is sending warships. Here's what I'm saying. It's a false flag. If you send warships into an area like that, the sea outside of whatever Sochi is going to be, you're going into areas precariously close from your enemies. What's to say that there's not going to be a, a supposed attack or accidental attack on our ships that will put us into war? It's just an opportunity for the for a false flag event. That's pretty interesting. Well, so what you're saying is like don't don't park it there if they don't want you there. 
because they're going to think you're kind of like putting yourself in a situation that might happen something or forget it. I don't know. You know, say. Well, because of all of this talk of this security threat, there's been low ticket sales for several of the Winter Olympic Games. Um, of course, um, Putin. I really always want to say the bad word when I say Putin. But Putin. He's, does he have a scar? He doesn't have a scar in his head, right? I don't believe so. Does he have a scar in his no, face? He doesn't. No, That's he doesn't, right? No, you were thinking of Chechen who's got that. Uh, that, uh, that uh, it not, looks like Afghanistan. Not Chechen. Uh, Mikhail Boris, Bur, Mikhail Borisnikov. That was a no, dancer. No, that's a dancer. Yeah. What was his name? Gorbachev. Gorbachev. Mikhail Gorbachev had that. That was before you. That Jackie. stain on his forehead during the Reagan era. He had like that. Stain. I got it mixed. Up. I met him by the way. Really? Mikhail Gorbachev and his Where wife. Where did you meet him? Where? In Beverly Hills. Did you ever say like, mole. What? <laughs> mole, 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 mole. Did you have some vodka with him? Did no, you, but I... Did but you pull out a vodka? It was very interesting to meet the guy. What did, did you talk to him? I, I mean, spoke like, to him. I know. Yes. Well, what did he talk about? Um, I don't remember what we talked about. How tall about. is he? No, he's not very tall at all. No? Is he taller than you his or wife, like your height? He's my height. His wife was actually a very pretty lady. They yeah. were an elderly oh, couple. Yeah, was sorry. she elderly too? Yeah. But they were very, very nice... This is the guy, the leader of, of the last former leader, leader, the former and last leader of Russia um, at the end of the Cold War. Oh, so did you, oh. did you meet him at, at uh, Reagan's funeral? No, I met him years ago. at Because uh, they were homies, right? They were homies. They were homies big time. Uh, he was, Ronald Reagan and yes. Mikhail Gorbachev. That's how they made movies of, of Mikhail Gorbachev <laughs> on those funny movies with Charlie Sheen, eh? <laughs> Him and uh, Gaddafi were boxing. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Uh, well, the show is still going on. February 6th is still the planned date for the Winter Olympics in Sochi. Sochi, sorry. Sochi. Sochi, is that like the Mayan word Sochi? Or? It's, it's totally not. No, but no it's spelled S O C H I. Okay. But I have a really funny story about Sochi. Okay, uh, go for it. What, that there's no snow? One time, my you former went to- boss, who oh. was of non Latin American descent, kept saying uh, chodal. For Sochi, because it was on a, it was like written, so she never heard it. So she would say, "Can it's you call back a uh, total?" And I didn't know what she meant because the I, the silent I, X O C H I L T with an X. C H I L T. So she that is right. Okay, now it's so hard to spell. I could never spell it either. What Jackie's talking about is the the it's a it's a flower. It's a Mayan uh, uh, flower. <laughs> yeah, but it's a from com- the Mayan region, and it's a common name in Latin America. Yes. Yeah. But we're talk. But what she talked it's about? It's actually a, it's actually carved out on their calendar. But what she talked about before that was Sochi. Stop vaporizing! I'm freaking the air. <laughs> what she talked about before was Sochi, spelled S O C H I, where the Winter we're- Olympics are going to be taking place in less than two weeks. Chol- there you go. <laughs> people know. Yeah, because if it was Sochi from the Mayan calendar, she would just be protesting because they didn't give her uh, a permit to go sell at the Olympics or some tacos and shit. <laughs> Ooh, tacos. <laughs> right, That's on, on the list, too, after my stomach bug. <laughs> That's on my list. It's amazing how hungry you get after not yeah. eating for two days, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is nothing, really. But I want everything on the face of the earth. You start craving. Okay, guys. So let's go to our next story. Uh-oh, Sandro. Is she craving? Sandro. <laughs> oh, please, no. Did you guys watch the 49ers versus Seahawks game? I did not. On no. Sunday? No. 
great game. But what really got those, you know, thumbs on fire on social media was Seahawks cornerback Richard Sherman. After an incredible post-game interview, <laughs> some would say epic and some would beg to differ. Dude, I didn't... Uh, I didn't let's, oh, go ahead. Let's go ahead and take a listen to what Mr. Sherman had to say. <laughs> All right, Richard, let me ask you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. <laughs> Who is talking about you? <laughs> like Crabtree, don't you open your mouth about the best. Oh, yeah, I'm going to shut it for you real quick. Oh, did he and tell her? Is Joe, that... back over to you. Did... <laughs> That's what I got to say about that. That's pretty stupid. I can't believe it. I'm pity the fool. Awesome. Like Mr. I T. just want to growl whenever I hear that. And, and I start, you know, going crazy. What did she and... say to him? She didn't say nothing to him. No, no. But what happened was, Jackie will tell you the story. Well, see, what happened was that it was the final game for the contender to go off to the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. 49ers and Seahawks. And his team won. His team won. So Sherman he should be won, happy, right? <laughs> but he had some beef with a player from the 49ers, Crabtree, Michael Crabtree. Okay. Apparently, they had, they've had beef for a while, whatever. And he set up an interception which ultimately led them the victory to win the game and head off to the Super Bowl. So this Aaron Andrews, the reporter, um, uh, went right up to him literally two minutes after the game and he went Hulk style on the mic. What, well, what happened is that the last game... <laughs> he went world star hip-hop, the, man. The, the, <laughs> you ever see those videos Well, he's from YouTube? Compton, right? They're he's all about Compton. street fights, eh? He's Is from he? Compton. You, I, I could have told you that. But he's a pretty <laughs> smart dude. He went to Stanford, oh, graduated from Stanford, real, uh, you know, great uh, student. Um, uh, but oh, he... I, he, just, he just won dude, the Super Bowl. Let, let people finish a sentence. <laughs> You're interrupting yes. everyone, dude. Well, he I'm hasn't serious. won the Super Bowl yet. He's off to the Super okay. Bowl. My bad. So, uh, <laughs> and, and, and you're talking with your mouthful. Go ahead, Jackie. His reaction went crazy on social media. People were uh, tweeting about it, Facebooking about it, putting it everywhere about how uh, unsportsmanlike, or unsportsmanship-like it was for him to go crazy like that. And some were saying, you know what? This is part of the game. It's good old smack talking, mm-hmm. good old competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think? I'll tell you what I think about that. <laughs> I'm going to chime in before Angel interrupts. Here's the deal. Uh, what happened was he, he came off the deciding play of the game, the game that ended it and sealed it for the opposing team, which the 49ers. Yes. Uh, and the way he did it was he actually deflected a pass that would have been a very decisive catch for Mr. Crabtree. So he was he's, he def- he's, he's not a quarterback. He's a running back, whatever they call it. I don't know football. Okay. A cornerback, running back. He's a cornerback, but and I don't really know what that means. I'm that sorry. means he just runs <laughs> out of the corner. I don't know. He deflected what would have been a uh, probably decis- deciding catch for the 49ers, which then sealed the deal for the Seahawks. Okay. And at the end so, of the game, uh, he walked up to Crabtree and extended his hand as a, as a gesture of good faith, like, hey, good game. Because they had the beef, like Jackie says, Crabtree smacked his helmet. Oh, really? So, of course, when this uh, reporter from formerly of ESPN, I don't know if she's still with ESPN. I think she was Fox Sports. Fox Sports now shows up. She's and got world star hip-hop now, eh? She got, <laughs> she got schooled. Here, dude, wipe he, that chocolate off your um, face and then act bad, Angel. He had a lot of fuego going on. So uh, a lot of people were very upset, thought it was very not, it was not classy. And it, there was a photo posted like, 
now I'm a because so the team they're going to go against now is the Denver Broncos. Well, you know, so people are saying I'm all for Broncos now because <laughs> you're an asshole. You know what though? You know what? Let me tell you, the guy went off at the wrong time with the wrong person though. You know, yes. a, lot, a lot of people because are saying, he made that woman. He scared that woman. Or, or at she least, was terrified because no, he was barking. If it was Jackie, she would have up slapped him, man, big I, time. I, I, what would you have done, Jackie? I I think I would have turned away from him. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would have turned away from him think- and kept on talking because. That that's that's fumes coming out of his. She shirt. looked good, actually. She looked really calm and collected. She actually played it played it really well. But here's the deal: that, let me tell you, no, let me tell you. Jackie just made a good point. The thing about it is that you know he he made a woman uncomfortable in a moment that should have been professional, right? And yeah. he was fuming, so you know there was a little bit of uh, uncontrollable fumes going on there, you know. I mean, that's, that could say something. Who's no. to say that you? What if he went into McDonald's and you got the the you got him the four piece instead of the six piece? But it's Joe, he, and, and, but, he, and he couldn't find parking on his way in there, and he's getting it for his kids but it's who a, are crying but in the it's car. A game, Angel, it's sports. Yeah, but First I'm saying all, that by the time he walks up to to McDonald's, he's going to be fuming. No, right? no, but the thing is this: <laughs> and you got to understand. <laughs> you're talking about men, uh, grown men that that have been okay. My turn, bro. Relax. Grown men that have been playing this game, it's a decisive game or any game. It doesn't even have to be a decisive game. It could just be any game. Sports are, is, is an adrenaline-filled profession, mm-hmm. not just during the of game, course. but throughout training and everything. So that it's part of the culture. So what happens is trash-talking is normal, particularly mm-hmm. in football. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, she came at him at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Understand that, she the, did. that the the, wrong, everyone forgets Everyone forgets the unsportsmanship uh, display came that came before that, which was Crabtree smacking him on the top of good, the helmet. Good point. That's a good point. There, he but. did apologize via a text message to ESPN. He still lost his cool. But he apologized. Cool. <laughs> he said, "I apologize for attacking attacking an individual and taking the attention away from the fantastic game by my teammates." Yes, let's not forget that he he it's not all on him. It was a team effort. Uh-huh. Um, that was not my intent. Obviously, could have worded things better and could have obviously had a better reaction and done things differently. <laughs> his former coach from Stanford said that personally he loved him, but that. That he didn't think it was uh, fair since they usually ask players to give interviews about 15 to 20 minutes after the game because mm-hmm. they can be really heated, especially yeah. after a win like that. And he said That's that it was unfortunate. He said it was unfortunate that Richard Sherman has uh, decided to take the trash talking image as a as a choice. Yeah, you know what? They, um, that's the, the the thing is he lost his cool. I think we're all in agreement. He lost his cool whether it was the right time or not. He lost his cool. And. You know, he basically did. He scares. You know, not, what he has to do now is he has to give that lady a call on a one-on-one basis. The thing is, and apologize that, no, to her. No, he didn't have yeah. to. Aaron yeah, Andrew, he does. Because, no, but did because you watch? Angel, you know did you watch you know, the video? Me, did you watch the video? You didn't watch the video. You heard it. I heard it. She was. No, right she's now. fine. I've watched the video over and over again. She was totally fine. She just said she did her job. She didn't. She didn't look intimidated or scared. The people that are reacting are the viewers that because they were like, "What the hell is this? What a jerk! He's talking trash." But a lot of people didn't realize that Crabtree and him had a beef, and Crabtree did not extend a, a gesture of good faith. Instead, he slapped him on the side of the helmet. I understand why he's pissed off, especially after a testosterone-filled game of football, dude. 
you understand why he was pissed off, why Crabtree was pissed off for Sherman. Sherman. Because you can say the same thing for Crabtree. He was pissed because he just lost. So Yeah, but, he, but that's bad. But, but that's someone can say what Sherman said was unsportsmanship-like, but, but also what Crabtree did but, could be unsportsmanship-like. They, so they, they should kind of be parallel to each other. Right, but, <laughs> because one of them did trash-talking, one of them didn't give him a hand, so wouldn't they be both compared on the same level, like they're both assholes? Uh, <laughs> I think that... I think that the beginning of unsportsmanship like this unsportsmanship began when Crabtree did not extend his hand at the end of the game where a lot of people do. I think and I think that Jackie talks sports very beautifully. <laughs> Just don't ask me what a cornerback does, okay? <laughs> no. But but no, they both displayed unsportsmanship like they both behaviors. Did. But they the thing is did. the thing is uh, I think Sherman's getting but a Sherman's, bum rap because but he's no, the one. But Sherman's like, this is part of the game. Yes. It's trash talking. It's all good in the hood. No, Don't no. give him smack. No, he's yeah, not. They good both point. were That's assholes. They both were, di- were displaying. <laughs> they were both displaying characteristics of unsportsmanship like behavior. And that's how things. That's how a little one on one fight turns into a brawl. Eh? It's sports. It's football, dude. It's a well, contest. Well, can't we say that about Crabtree? How he wasn't cool and I, smacked him in the head? Hey, it's sports, the, man. He I'm was the, heated. He had fuego in the balls. No, I, so he smacked him. So we can. So I think neither one of them should get a bad rap. If Sherman is going to get a bad rap, Crabtree should get a bad rap. If Crabtree is going to get a bad rap, then Sherman should too. I'm saying. They're going to get a lot of views on YouTube. Well, eh? this is the thing now. This has caused I so much it. commotion. And it, do you have chocolate in your face? Do I? <laughs> I keep, I keep telling him to wipe his oh, face. Oh, the other cheek. The other cheek. The other one. <laughs> There's chocolate chips on Angel's face. It's still there, huh? It's still I didn't there. even bother to tell him. It's still there. He's over there, he's oh, over there huff, huffing some vaporizer. <laughs> he's eating chocolate chips. Come on, dude. Oh, my gosh. The point is that he still has chocolate over his face. There's so much attention after Sherman's barking rant that now everyone's looking forward to the Super Bowl, which is in a couple of weeks, uh, to watch and see how he performs because he says he's the best cornerback, no. whatever the and fuck that is. is gonna let be... me tell you something. He is. He is. He's not lying. I still don't know what he, it is. Here's the deal. He is. He has been. He was drafted and so forth. He has been uh, given the awards, all that stuff, whatever the NFL does. He is un- indisputably. Yeah, he just got drafted in 2011. Indisputably, the best quarterback in the in this in the profession right now. The, but the guy, but who, the guy would not understand. It would not have happened had Crabtree not being a dick. So let's not forget that Crabtree. So was a then, dick. should we say Crabtree is a good supporting reason why Sherman's going to the Super Bowl? <laughs> it, I think it's because of Sherman's ability to have deflected the ball, and of course, let's not forget that the whole team played the game. Yes, Seahawks are going part. It's a whole part of the team. Pete Carroll, who's the coach, he used to coach here for USC. It's his first Super Bowl. Uh, uh, t- game, whatever that yeah. he's heading over there. So <laughs> let me good, tell you, the, the, congrats to the team. Yes. Pete Sherman did a lot, I'm sure, but the team is what really got it through for the whole season. Okay, let me let me just say something about this Super Bowl. Okay, I think that the, that it's all fixed. Really? It's, yes, it's fixed because it's a conspiracy. Oh because, my gosh! Because uh, it's Denver, right? Denver versus Seahawks. Yes. Seahawks, which is Seattle, which are both uh, country, uh, states that have somehow legalized marijuana, right? Oh, hence, hence the, the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone, 
So <laughs> let me tell you the conspiracy on this, okay? I know that one. You know what a bowl is? Yes, That's I know that one. That's what you pack. One. It's a pipe. It's yeah, a pipe. You I know. Pack it and you smoke it. It's oh. called the Super Bowl now, so it's gonna. It's a conspiracy because they're attracting the the stoners now uh-huh. into watching football, and then that's where the whole brainwashing begins. Because eh? a true story stupid, doesn't really watch football. We, a true stoner watches football enough to have some conversation with the uh, you know football friends. Oh my gosh! Well, They're not go, gonna guys. get me. Eh? I'll only watch this, the halftime because it's gonna be a good show Bruno this time. Mars. Yes, dude, I'm gonna be dancing. I like Bruno Mars. <laughs> okay, guys. Talk about Super Bowl. Making it a very exciting Super Bowl game to look forward to. Let's move on, guys. Uh, President Barack Obama is now saying weed is no more dangerous to individuals' health than alcohol. I could have told him that. <laughs> In an interview with the New Yorkers uh, published that was published this weekend, Obama said while he believes marijuana is not very healthy, the drug isn't as harmful as some insist. Uh, what he said was, as has well been as has been well documented, <laughs> I smoked pot as a kid, and I view it as a bad habit and a vice, not very different from the cigarettes that I smoked as a young person. Oh, up what a through, loser. Up through a big chunk of my adult life, I don't think it is more dangerous than alcohol, Obama told the uh, New Yorker when asked if he He's believes... He's absolutely right. He's let, right. Let her finish, When dude. asked if he believes marijuana is less harmful than alcohol, Obama said it is less damaging in terms of its impact on the individual control. Consumer, it's not something that I encourage, and I've told my daughters I think it's a bad idea, a waste of time, not very healthy. But the thing is, uh, well, let me tell you, the president <laughs> has stooped. He, he keeps he uh. never he, he he never ceases to amaze me. When I thought he stoops to the lowest low, he goes and he looks up at the bottom. He's so low, dude. What is? You know what? It, what it is? Obama. The thing is that more and more people are becoming aware. And uh, conscience and really accepting the fact that there's nothing wrong with marijuana. It's the perception of marijuana. Let's not go no, there again. You I'm there. telling you, it's the, the relationship. You don't know. You don't know, you don't know, oh, you don't on, know where dude. I'm going on this, Jose. No, they do. So they, they do it every day. Every because time. The, 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 the masses uh, consciousness is starting to shift to a point where it's not as ignorant as to think that something that uh, uh, that that a plant is uh, is more dangerous than alcohol in this case, or even the the petroleum that we take out of the earth, uh, the and what we do to the environment, uh, GMOs, a bunch of things that that you know that that could also be considered, but not you know, but because the powers that be have it as a resource to make money, it's not bad for you. The problem, no, yes, but here's. People here, here, and Obama sees that, and politicians are starting to see it. That's why it's starting to become legal Angel, in some shape or form you in, are, in you certain are, states. And you know, now with Obama, you're believing the hype. You want to know why? Because it's the it's just another part of the stupefaction of America. Angel, stop that! I'm serious. I'm serious. Don't blow that in the freaking. Sp- it sounds like you have mocos. It's horrible, dude. It's annoying. <laughs> Um, the 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 stupefaction of America, the the fact that they want you to not only be oh, on. heavily med- medicated, to be stupefied by the tube and sports and other things. And let me finish, dude. And um and so what better way than to say oh, it's okay, it's okay. You know what? Hundreds and hundreds of years of of weaving a moral blanket 
on this country that made it great, by the way, that's what's going to my, my Patriot Pass is about this week, uh, is being torn thread by thread by this government, by this president, by saying things like this, that it's, oh, that's not that big a deal. In the same sentence, he says that oh, he wouldn't let his imaginary son play football. So football is bad, but, but, but marijuana is okay. He says, I wouldn't let my kid play football. Wow. So let your kids stay in the house playing social media See, and getting high and getting fat and becoming slackers. You know why? See, because that is the future of America and they don't want America to be great anymore. Dude, that's propaganda, man. That's propaganda. You throw in the, the whole hyper patriotism and, oh my God. and weave it in and oh weave it God. in like you did. Like you did. You weaved it in with uh, some kind of moral, uh, you know, uh, 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 what's, the, what's the word I'm making? Pedestal. Okay. Just because you could say that you have this belief, and then then all of a sudden you're you're acting as if then then you're creating a, a propaganda out there as if oh anything outside of that hyper patriotism and hyper moralism that you're that you're doomed and and uh, and you're 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 dumb you're you're uh, your opinion Angel, and I... your perception no your perception and your opinion doesn't matter and it's a stupefied opinion of uh, uh, that's, not what, I, that's, not, that's what, no, that, not, not what I'm not, saying no that's not no that's not what you said that's not but what that's saying. what you said Jose no you can't say that to me okay because you, let me, you, then you, let me then let me explain hinge, it you then hinge me... on on literalism not literalism the just the then just let me explain it Angel, then let me explain that's it. not what you said let but me that's what you said let me explain it Angel Everyone knows, and, and you would agree, Angel. It's funny because you take you say that I'm talking about propaganda. It's the contrary. The government wants to feed you this propaganda that it's okay. You you would agree with me that marijuana is a narcotic. Jose, it is a drug, and it, it is and, not. <laughs> uh, it is a narcotic, Angel. Just because you say it's not doesn't change the the element table. It's called the elements, right? Uh, uh, just because you say it's not a narcotic. Uh, it does not change nat- natural laws, Angel. You a chemist p- took it apart like they do other things, and they've, they've determined that it has the chemical properties of a narcotic. Therefore, it is a m- narcotic. Whatever relationship, quote unquote, you have with it, it's a different story. <laughs> but scientifically speaking, it is a drug. Uh, and so, whenever you're on, whether it's Nyquil, Angel. Or or marijuana, you're being you're 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 not in control of your uh, facilities, and that's what the government wants. They want it to be okay to get high, just like drinking, because the more the stupefaction of the of the country and the people in the country, the more control they have over them. That's the propaganda you're feeding into, Angel. You're believing that how, it's okay. How can you say no? I don't believe in anything the president. I don't need the president to tell me to partake. Like uh, that's why you're angry because people like that rely on the government to kind of say it's okay or not to say uh, okay. Uh, then you get really mad when they don't say what you want them to say. That's not I what don't I'm need saying. the president to tell me to vote for him or not vote for him because I don't. I don't need the president to tell me that what to smoke and what not to smoke or what to ingest or what not to. But and so I don't take I don't take uh, offense no, to I'm him not saying that. being for it or what against I'm saying, it. What I'm saying is but, that you but you're you telling do, me that, but then you no, you're get really mad at the president because of course you know, I get mad at the you know, president. Oh, there goes our country. Absolutely. La, la, la. Absolutely. The country that you saw on television. Example. Because are you a, are you a, are you a scholar in history, Jose? Angel, I'm part of this country. I know Just, you are. Do so I have to? I. Do I have to be a scholar? So I. Do I have and so are stupefied people in this do, country? Do I have to have? They're they're part of this country too. Do I have to be a scholar to have an opinion? Angel, please stop that, dude. Please don't do that. Vaporize somewhere else. 
Do I have to be a scholar? No, to have an opinion and, and uh, on uh, a uh, well-researched no. opinion. No, but don't things. act like like you could be on a pedestal because of my hyper patriotism and moralism. Angel, my belief, Captain, Captain, <laughs> I'm trying to light this bowl. <laughs> you know, I, I wish Angel. You know what? I wish you would argue the 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 points I make and no, not no no. Let me point. let me finish. A good point, I wish Angel. I wish you would argue my points. And not discuss what where you believe I'm coming from, okay? Because then you're getting into a, an issue that has nothing to do with the issue. Don't talk about where you think I'm coming from. Well, kind of like when how you, about, what you were saying, but you didn't say it, but you said it. But how about <laughs> saying discuss, Angel? If you have a, if you have a uh, a salient argument, it should be on the issues that I bring up. But it's not still, on not on Jose. You come but it's on still this. based on on what you believe about the drug. You believe the I same see what thing. you're no, saying. It's not. I Ask. think that I think that the president and the powers that be right now they do have an agenda. And and I I didn't vote for him, and I didn't vote for any of them. I believe that, but it's not marijuana's fault. It, whatever the point, it's, it has nothing to do with marijuana, Angel. Marijuana is a inanimate object. It's a freaking. It it's not alive. It's our government. It is alive. It, it's just. You know what I mean. It's alive. It doesn't think for itself. <laughs> it doesn't have fault. You know, it's the abuser. It's the drug uh-huh. that's, that's put out there. For Indeed. Sake. Indeed. Jeez. And the government wants to make things like that. Look, it's it's really, Angel, th- listen to this. It baffles me that at the same time that the government wants to say, oh, it's okay to smoke weed, they want to make the 32-ounce cup of Coca-Cola illegal. It's ridiculous. Understand that right. they want to give you the opportunity to to have drugs and and, and smoke alcohol. I mean, smoke weed when they know that weed has been proven to be a gateway drug. When it when it does, everyone knows that you know, it, that it that it is a uh, the kind of drug that stupefies <laughs> and makes people sl- uh, slackers, dude. That that is the abuse of of the drug or uh, alcohol or uh, prescription drugs. Or anything, anything that can stupefy the abuse of video games. There's a lot of things out there that when used not properly, okay, then it'll stupefy you. <laughs> I'm using that word. You, all you need is but one joint. Not, one joint. Why, why do you get high? Why? It helps my digestive system. Uh, whatever, dude. It totally does. Aside from it that, that's not why. That's not why you would do you would joke. And when you were 14 years old, and you started getting high. You didn't yeah. do it because you wanted to eat more. No, I didn't. I didn't drink because I didn't. I I, I didn't want to get because I want. I drank because I wanted to get drunk. And you, you get when, high because you get high. I was 18, Jose. I was 18 years old. So now you, you get high, high too when so you were 18. So you got high when you were 18. I didn't get high when I was 18. Okay, I tried it when I was 14 for six months, and there you go. Five times. So, and I tried it the same time you did. Yeah, but I, you know, but I'm asking. So you stopped doing it. So big deal. That's not the but point. We were both the in point the same is, why, I'm asking you why you did it, not to who, be stupid when you did it. To be stupid. Okay, but why did you continue getting high? I don't know why I continued. Probably to get stupid. <laughs> there you but go. Why, no, there you but go. Why do I now? Because of my digestive system. Yeah. Back then, if you're talking back then, as a teenager, what do you do? Play, play beer games. You, uh, you, you, you do. You do. Sometimes you get high because you are a teenager. You do stupid things. I'm not saying it's right thing to do, but it's, oh, you sound like a president right no, now. No, as a teen, he said the same thing. as a teenager. I would as recommend. An adult, I wouldn't re- recommend to my daughters. Adult, adult, would you recommend it to your imaginary wise, sons? As a wise, uh, no. Uh, having grown up. I realized that that, along with alcohol and soda, you hardly ever see me drink soda. It's very rare that I drink soda. Rare. 
And I used to drink a lot of soda. What does okay, that have to those do kind with of this? things, the, that kind of abuse, that kind of perspective, uh, a relationship that you have with whatever uh, substance, it's going to be bad for you. Marijuana is not a bad hold herb. On, hold on. The abuse of it is a bad herb. This water I'm drinking right here, I have a relationship with this bottle of water. I love you. Let me take a swig. <laughs> it loves you back. <laughs> and it loves me back. See, we need to go on to the next See, that's subject. just like you, it's man. You're such a taker. You're not a giver. Why don't you spit in it instead? <laughs> Would it love it more if he spit in it? All right, we got to move on. We're taking too long on this Okay, one. guys, let's move on. Compulsive internet use has been categorized as a mental health issue in many countries, including the United States. But China was among the first to label internet addiction as a clinical disorder. Ah. Uh, they've, uh, they've come up with a documentary where they show the inner workings of a rehabilitation center where Chinese teachers, Chinese teenagers tiny, are... Chinese, <laughs> tiny, 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 tiny. Tiny, tiny Chinese teenagers. teenagers are quote unquote deprogrammed. The Internet Addiction Treatment Center in Daixin, a suburb of Beijing, was established in 2004. It was one of the first of its kind, and there are now hundreds of treatment programs throughout China and South Korea. I know how they do it. They give them a joint? No, China, you know Cornelius? <laughs> From the Matrix. The Matrix. Okay. He's in there with them, handing him a green pill uh, or a red pill. Okay. Which one uh, do you the want? The program uh, featured in the video admitted teachers. I mean, sorry, why do I keep saying that? Teenagers, usually male, whose parents typically take them there against their will. Once inside, the children <laughs> are kept behind bars and carted by soldiers. Oh. Treatment, which often lasts three to four months, includes medication, therapy, and sometimes oh, really? includes parent involvement. Lockdown? Patients undergo military-inspired physical training, and their sleep and diet are carefully regulated. Yes, these techniques are intended to help the patients reconnect with reality. Yes. It's funny because I, I agree with that in a certain way. I, I'm sure that because it is a communist country, they use, dra they use dra draconian uh, techniques to do Dracor this. Draconian. Draconian. Well, it, the, the center's director, Tao, Tao Ran, uh, claims a 70% success rate from the rehabilitation Well, center. when they use the, te the draconian techniques... It's funny, they went in country. like robots... I'm in the middle of saying something, dude. Sorry. You do, you've been doing it all night. You've got to stop, dude. <laughs> I'm in the middle of saying something. Well, say it. <laughs> say it. Well, I'm say serious, that. dude. No, you've got why to, do you stop? Angel, because I, was, I wasn't Angel, talking be, over you. I yes, was you talking, were. I was you, talking... No, like, you were totally talking to Angel. You've got you. to pay... No, you. Dude. Our listeners have trouble listening, okay? It's a, a, a freaking chaos. Dude. I, have, I have trouble listening with you, too. <laughs> it's chaos, dude. Um, some commonalities found with the patients is that they, they experience difficult family relationships, social introversion, and a lack of friends in the physical world. Move on. Sad days, huh? I'm done. That's you, sad. <clears throat> you know what? Uh, it's a sad situation. Uh, it's ironic that in a communist country like that, that they would do something like that because it's you. You would think that they would want the people stupefied by things like the internet, but I guess because in the internet there's such a flow of uh, information, and information gives people power. They probably want them off the internet. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Poor things. They walk in as geeks and they come out like robots. <laughs>
See, that's a good line. <laughs> and it's better to have waited after I finished my sentence like you just did now. <laughs> Timing is important. You know I know. Saying? So did you just you just gotta let people. Did you notice that pause? I had a good pause. Yeah, there. that was good. After I, I you know, after I, you, right? Like I, I was born after you. No, like after, I wasn't late. No, I after I reminded you that people need to listen to both, you know, completed sentences. This talking over one another is just not good. It's chaos. All right, guys. So let's move on to the final story of the night. Another stupid thing. That, of course, teenagers are doing. Um, <laughs> Vaping. <laughs> you know, we've all heard of drugs involving snorting things like cocaine. Well, now the happening thing with the teenagers is snorting Smarties candy. Uh, Remember those little candies? <coughs> I love Smarties. It was like this candy thing and it had little like pastitas. Yes. I okay. dig those ones. Well, teenagers are filming themselves crushing the popular pastel colored candy and snorting it. <laughs> Why? It's not exactly new. It's been around on YouTube. It's been around for about six years, but it's finally blown up to a middle school in Maine recently issuing an informational a letter to parents warning them of the dangers of snorting the candy. According to the document, students at the school have been snorting and smoking, which I don't really know whatever's and smoking in the middle school smoking the candy yes the smoking involves putting the powder in their mouths and attempting to blow it out of their noses pendejos, uh. right uh is there he's <laughs> all laughing over. is there you've been watching them videos uh <laughs> like he's the, like oh that's how you do it huh like the cinnamon test you've seen that one? <laughs> oh god yes <laughs> is there a smarties high though from the videos, it appears that no, there is no high, although burning is mentioned as it's, a common. It's a dare. Uh, you know, um, it's a dare. That's uh, terrible. I remember when I was a kid, um, when I tried smoking the, the uh, dry avocado leaves in the backyard, Angel. Remember that? <laughs> the dry what? The avocado tree had the leaves, the dry leaves, uh-huh. crumbled it up and rolled it in a zigzag. That shit burned, dude. Don't ever smoke a, mar- I mean a, a marijuana joint, for that matter. But an avocado leaf, it burnt really bad. What inspired you to yeah. grab those avocado leaves? And Why smoke do them? people sm- snort Smarties when they're teenagers? That's true. When like you're a teenage boy, you do stupid shit. Yeah, that is true. There was a avocado tree. Hey, but you know, it, I think kids do it now for because of the dare factor on it. Because well, obviously, boys they don't go to. For, to for a high or for a sugar rush no. or nothing like that, they do it for a dare factor. Remember when we were and we were in middle school, yeah. we didn't used to say triple dare you or double dare you. No, a single dare was enough. No, we we would say it'll grow hair on your chest. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was the ultimate. <laughs> if you said it grows hair on your chest, you had to do it. You just it was like a quadruple zillion triple dare. dog dare. Yeah, triple dog dare. You just had to do it. Oh, uh, dude, do it, man. It'll grow hair in your chest. Oh. <laughs> Oh man, dude! I'm assuming this is only between like boys, right? Yeah, yeah. Totally. Okay. Unless you want some hair on your chest, I'll, I'll, I'll throw like, you a dare. <laughs> I'll throw you a dare. Ew, it's no. a guy thing, testosterone. So, what exactly are these kids snorting when they take these, you know, little candies up their noses? Um, the you, candy wafers are made of dextrose, citric acid, calcium, stearate, colors of all sorts: uh, red, forty leg, yellow five leg, blah Jackie. blah blah. 
and natural. Wowzers, you must have done a lot of dares, <laughs> Angel. See, you see my chest? I Angel see that little, <laughs> I see that little poof. Angel's showing his hairy chest. I did a lot of dares. That's a nice little hair poof. Angel's right showing on, his hairy Lulu. chest. I just pictured Lulu playing around it. <laughs> so that's what these kids are snorting up, all these n- natural, quote unquote, and artificial flavors, all of course, according to their ingredient list. Anyway. Hey, I got enough hair. Did I'm you not going to do you, this Did smarties. you hear Justin Bieber? They raided his place and they found two cookie jars full of weed. Yeah. You know what, dude? I, I knew they had raided his house because he was egging somebody. Yep. But when I got that news, I was they hadn't gotten the warrant yet and gone in yet. They they ha- they were attempting to, and I'm like, dude, they want to find something on yeah, me. Yeah, because what's the deal? Why would you Why would you serve a warrant on a kid who's throwing a prank? You just go to his house. There's what What are you going to search for? Eggs. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> they clearly were right. looking for something. Well, they also confiscated his uh, cell phone, which he was concerned of some naked pictures being out, supposedly, and some uh, text messages, some incriminating text messages on his phone. If they could take his phone, how yeah. much? How much we no. did have? It was there in the house. So they confiscated. <laughs> it's really. His cell phone. I think it's. You dumb. know what? They should confiscate are those fucking pants, eh? Those, what are they called? Those those buddies? The saggy huevo pants? The saggy huevo pants, Oh, dude. my God. I hate those pants. Oh, my God. They're, they're terrific. Who, who wears those saggy? Uh, what I want to know... Why is, do you want your huevos to look so saggy? What I want, what I want to know is why... why <laughs> no, we don't. What I want to know is... is uh, what I, when you're what I want to know. <laughs> I was responding. I was but like, I was... Angel, dude, relax. I'm serious. <laughs> I didn't realize. What I want to know is who dresses this guy. Because he's one of the worst dressed performers ever. Ever. He probably dresses himself. Ever. I mean, every time you see him, he looks... I mean, what is... It's just horrible. I mean, the typical high school boy or whatever, he's he's older than high school now, dresses Mm. better than he does. His mom's too busy dressing himself on that paycheck. Yeah. She's not worried about his dress. But yeah, they should confiscate his pants, eh? They really should. They're so awful. (laughs) And then like the gold shimmery ones, I feel me. Of course, no one would tell him anything because he's Justin Bieber. Yeah. I really like him. I do like him. He just needs to get his shit together he's, and his wibbles up where no, they should be. They're hanging in his pants, eh? I, I don't like him at all. I thought his music was okay and good stuff. But it, really quickly, very quickly, he went downhill. He didn't last. He didn't even last like a second well, album. Keep in mind, he's been going around. He's been going around since like he was 14. Yeah. He's around. like 20 <laughs> Yeah, but two albums? I mean, the second album was already taken a nosedive. He didn't need it, that many albums. That's not like, the point. Because he the had po- so such a huge fan because base that he made the movies and he did all these endorsement deals. Like he didn't really need more albums. But that's albums not to be the point. Famous. The point is that you know his uh, he because he, I'll go back to what you said because he's young, he should have so much more ahead of him. He's already taken a freaking crash drive. He's already done. Poor him. I don't feel bad for him, and it's and it's his mom's fault. Anyways, there you go. I feel bad for him. his his uh, pants bomb day. Okay, so we better go. We gotta go. We got we. Is that it for news? That's laundry? it for tonight, guys. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jackie Casas with the news and dirty laundry. When we come back, we're gonna be talking to one side and the other <laughs> when it comes to the legalization of marijuana from citizens against the legalization of marijuana, Mister Scott. I forgot his name. And uh, from Patient <laughs> Care Alliance, who's uh, pro uh, the uh, medical marijuana. Mark O'Hara. And Scott Chipman. We'll talk. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Welcome back, like the song says. And right now, right now, as you can hear in the background, we're going to be playing our music break from our guest last week, the Rooftop Revolutionaries. This was an awesome track from their album called Resolute. The track is called Folk Devils. We'll be right back.
Yeah, that's Rooftop Revolutionaries with Folk Devils. They were on our show last last week. They were, they put on a good show. They uh they actually performed uh one of their jams acoustic and really cool. The the uh, the young lady um um Eleanor El- Eleanor and Goodfield and Mark Sparkash, Sparkmash. Uh, the re- dude, the recording was so good. I listened to the the acoustic set they did here at, uh-huh. uh, right after, mm-hmm. and he broke a string, and they sounded so good. Still, right. man, good right. job on the recording on that. Did well, but I thought it was really interesting. Uh, what I like about this is that the rock and roll is pretty dope, uh, but uh, he uh, she talked about this song, Folk Devils, being the. Uh, uh, a way to distract um, distract uh, the masses on things like the uh, you know made up uh, political uh, controversy in order to keep, uh, take our attention away from what's really happening like GMOs, eh? Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, if you want to check out, if you want to check out that interview and their live performance, uh, check out our website on twintalkcast.com and you will see the show. Um, it's called uh, what did we call it? Yell it, yell it on the roof, rooftop or something like that. Yeah. Anyways, it comes up on our webpage on previous podcasts. Awesome show, great interview, um, great music. Anyway, we, we also had uh, Maria Garcia from uh, um, television journalist from Telemundo, right here having um, chat with you, man. You guys really uh, got, uh, got started talking pretty serious, uh, pretty good stuff. Pretty heated. Pretty heated conversation on guns and uh, gun control. I talk about heated conversation. I have a feeling it's going to happen right now because uh, uh, tonight we're going to be taking on the medical marijuana or the legalization or not of real marijuana. Um, I was, t- I was uh, uh, you know inspired to do this after the president's comment recently. So with us tonight on the phone from uh, the Citizens Against Legalization, uh, Legalizing Marijuana, um, uh, father, grandfather, and Southern California of Calm.org. Um, his name is Scott Chipman, also with us today with the Patient Care Alliance, Executive Director of the Patient Care Alliance, Mr. Mark O'Hara. Mark, are you there? I am, guys. How are you? This evening? F- fine. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Chip, do you hear us? Chip, Mar- yeah, Scott, Scott Chipman. Scott Chipman. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh, hey, guys, I'd like to point out that I'm also a father and three-time grandfather with a seven-month-old granddaughter. So uh, to the extent that family values are a part of this discussion, i just like to throw my chips in the ring. And that was Mark O'Hara speaking. Thanks for sharing that with us. Um, now, my brother, I think, has something to say. Uh, did you want to say something? No, not yet. Yeah, no. What's up, guys? Thanks for calling in. We really uh, happy to have you on here. I think it's a really important topic, and we, and both sides have great, uh, uh, you know, uh, input about it. So, uh, and let me start first before we get into philosophies. Well, yeah, let's get into philosophy and let's try to keep it concise. Uh, uh, with uh, 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 calm citizens against legalizing uh, marijuana, what is your mission? If you keep it in a nutshell. Well, our mission is to educate the public to ensure that they understand the dangers of drug legalization uh, and to make sure that uh, marijuana in particular remains a Schedule One and an illegal drug. And uh, Mark O'Hara from um, uh, Patient Care Alliance, and what would be your your uh, mission or message? Well, my 
I message this to a store what doctors have been saying for 9,000 years across five continents, and that is every time illegalization is proposed, medical professionals have opposed it for centuries. And we believe that as for uh, more than 100 years in this country, medical marijuana should be available for medicinal purposes because it has been proven over and over and over again to relieve suffering. Uh, you know, um, That's our goal. Uh, uh, Scott sent me a, a PowerPoint to, to look at. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to open it. But you were trying to uh, send a uh, – what was what was in the PowerPoint that you were trying to send? Uh, clearly, it was something that was disputing what uh, what Mark O'Hara just said. Is that correct, Scott? Well, yeah, and uh, the PowerPoint's not that important. It was created by a psychiatrist, criminal psychiatrist, um, and he has studied over 3,000 criminals uh, who uh, virtually all have medical marijuana cards, you know, which is kind of interesting. Uh, he's here <laughs> in, uh, in California, and he basically said, it, you know, explodes the myth that uh, marijuana is medicine. So are you saying that if you if you have a, if you smoke are you saying that if you smoke pot you're more likely going to be a criminal? Uh, absolutely, over sixty percent of people who are arrested uh, for for some crime have marijuana in their system. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Mr. Chipman, this is Angel speaking, and I don't have any statistics or anything, but I I bet you if that doctor went and did a statistics of everybody. Uh, you know the whole public. It'll probably be around the same percentage of smokers, whether they're they're uh, uh, criminals or not. Angel makes a very good point there, Scott. How do you respond to that? Well, yeah, definitely not. Uh, less than twenty percent of the public are, are using any illicit drugs. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, you're not going to find the majority of the public. Uh, if you just surveyed every person in the United States and said, Are, do you have marijuana in your system? It's going to be a very small percentage of, of people. I, you know I what? Think uh, go ahead. Here, go ahead. The real issue is here is that um, multiple uh, national medical associations do not support the use of smoked marijuana as a medicine. And, uh, I mean, you, you name the, uh, the, the, the uh, ailment, and I'll give you the, um, the association that says it's not. Uh, uh, valid, Mark? including everybody says, you know, well, um, uh, we've got to have marijuana for glaucoma, right? Well, the actual glaucoma society discounts the idea of marijuana as, uh, let as me, medicine. Let me, okay. let, me talk, let me get... Because they couldn't read it, eh? <laughs> let me get Mark on this. Now, he makes a good point, Scott. I mean, Scott makes a good point, Mark, because many people say... No, he does you, not make a good point. He does not make a good point. The fact of the matter is that this issue has been polled by the same reputable National Polling Association since 1970. And for the first time, since 1970, a majority of Americans yeah. scientifically polled endorse not only medical marijuana, but the legalization of adult recreational use. And the fact of the matter is the government of the United States has commissioned 35 scientific studies. And the record is 35 times they have found a medicinal use as a valid medical uh, 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 Valid medical amelioration. Having said that, the only organization in the United States government right now that formally opposes the legalization of medical marijuana 
is the DEA. Even the Justice Department, the, the department run by the Attorney General of the United States, says that they are going to allow California and the other states which have legalized medical marijuana to continue to provide this to patients so long as they don't act in an illicit way. In other words, they don't provide it to children or transport it over state lines. With all due respect to Scott, he is spouting a bunch of nonsense. But, but Mark, what do, you say, what do you say to people well, that say... Let me say, give you the names uh, of these, these organizations. Go ahead, Scott. I'll, I'll, let give you... You, I'll give you the names. The American Academy of Ophthalmology, the American Academy of Child Adolescent Psychiatry, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Cancer Society, American Glaucoma Society, American Lung Association, the National Eye Institute, etc., etc., Scott, let me let me chime, let me chime in, Scott. Mark, uh, what do you say to people though that say, okay, okay, okay? Maybe there is, let, let's just say that there is medicinal value to marijuana. Why does it need to be smoking? Why can't they make it like a tablet and, you know, where it's less likely to become uh, uh, easily accessed by youngsters? Listen, well, the, cur- the, cur- the current state of marijuana usage for medical purposes in this country is radically moving towards a non smokable form. Everybody <laughs> understands that inhaling smoke is not a good idea. I'm sorry, you're never going to convince you're never going to so convince why, the smokers of that. Never. I've, I've, I've spoken to Excuse me. Uh, I've spoken. That's why there is that's why there's tincture which can be taken under the tongue. Uh-huh. That's why there's vaporization just like those e-cigarettes. Everybody agrees that smoking marijuana is the least efficient way of absorbing the medicinal value of, of the plant. But so how about getting no high? About that. How about those that just want to get high? Because I know that I, I, I believe that uh, citizens against uh, legalization of marijuana, speak, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, is concerned that this is just another step towards recreational use, which is a concern for them and many, many Americans. Well, well let me make this point. There are many medicinal forms of alcohol. <laughs> Very good okay. point. <laughs> and, uh, recreational use of alcohol. We don't dispute that there's a recreational use, nor do we, uh, nor do we oppose adults making their own choices to use marijuana recreationally. What we're about is the medicinal use for everything from glaucoma, which, by the way, with all due respect to the Glaucoma Society, both the American Medical Association and the California Medical Association, the most respected medical organizations in the country, are in support of the medicinal use of medicine and the legalization of the medicine so (laughs) so that it can be properly examined in a clinical environment. I believe Scott has a a point. Has a point to make. The American Medical Association, I'm quoting, the American Medical Association, which this man just said that they support, Cannabis is a dangerous drug and as such is a public health concern. Sale and possession of marijuana should not be legalized. Handling of offenders should be individualized. You know, this is the American Medical Association. And the California Society of Addiction Medicine, California Society of Addiction Medicine, strongly urges all physicians recommend medical use of marijuana to be of all accepted medical standards practice. We have the FDA. All drugs should be through the FDA. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, you shouldn't, hey. shouldn't take a poll and say, 
what's going to be our snake oil medicine this year? Hey, Mark, I'm sorry. This is Angel, but you lost me at the FDA. Like, I, <laughs> I'm going to trust them with my butt. Yeah, right. They're going to Monsanto all over it, Holmes. <laughs> Angel makes a good yeah. point. Now, um, and, and some of those, you know what, though, I want to say, you know, uh, in, in, uh, in, that some of those organizations, uh, in my opinion, they may be reputable in the medical field, but the medical field is kind of like the television. They give each other awards and accolades. And then that doesn't necessarily make it true, because, but people think because they're not educated in it, then they take their word for it. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, evidence of that and the type of foods that we have in the food chain. Angel, Why are we going to trust Angel, them? Can I tell you something, Angel? Yes. The thing that made me a convert was I had a very close friend who was in my field, the uh, political consulting field, and he developed colon cancer. He was operated <laughs> on by the fellow... Who, who perfected a procedure that was revolutionary in the treatment of colon cancer. And because of the extraordinary pain of this surgery, he was provided Dilaudid, which is the strongest narcotic available that does not have to be administered by a doctor. Unfortunately, Dilaudid binds your bowels. And when you've got colon cancer, a bound bowel is a very bad thing. My friend writhed in agony for weeks in my home. And the doctor said to me, the man who invented this procedure, if it were my son... The only thing I would recommend is medical marijuana. Yes. And as a consequence of that, I got it for him. And you know what? It changed the last weeks of his life. Now, with all due respect to this gentleman who's on the other side of it, Scott, if you witness the human agony of someone suffering through a tragic cancerous disease that's killing them, and you see medical marijuana change the quality of their life on a daily basis, the only thing that I say to the people who oppose it is, Where's your goddamn humanity? Because uh, that's uh, what uh, happens. So, um, uh, Scott, that's why we have Prop 215. Prop 215 was created just for those types of situations. If, if people want to take marijuana in the last throes of their death, nobody cares. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about saying that without scientific studies, that marijuana is a medicine and people are going to prescribe any potency, any quantity, any... Uh, dosage amounts in for any length of time. That is not science. That is snake oil medicine. Scott, I have a question snake for you. Oil. Mark, Mark <laughs> never tried that. <laughs> Mark O'Hara, uh, Mark O'Hara shared with us an anecdote that clearly um, uh, expressed a, uh, and it's even, uh, I guess, to him an emotional connection and uh, and and a somewhat scientific reason for his support uh, for medical marijuana. But do you have any anecdotes? That, that would support uh, your belief or your convictions against the legalization of marijuana? Well, first of all, we're talking science. Medicine is science. And yeah, people may say, oh, well, I don't trust science. I don't trust these medical associations. But don't pretend like you should be trusting the guy down the street who's opened up a dispensary <laughs> because he's a drug dealer. And now you're going to trust him with your medicine and That's to determine the dosage and the potency you're going to take and how long they're going to take it. Who do you want to trust? Do you want to trust people who have licenses and degrees? Or are you going to trust the drug, the drug dealer? Scott, 35 consecutive federally funded studies in regards to medical marijuana have demonstrated medical use. The only reason it's Schedule 1, the only reason it's Schedule 1 is because Dick Nixon 
put it on the Schedule 1 list. And guess what? <laughs> Dick Nixon did a lot of other stuff that people have some quit come to regret. And what so, a dick. And but you know what, Mark? Mark, to use... Mark, Mark, to use your... To it use stayed your... on the Schedule 1 list for one reason, because the DEA likes to buy black helicopters and run <laughs> operations internationally. This is a business. The business of stopping people from getting this medicine is a huge international consortium of governments and people who sell arms and equipment to governments. The fact of the matter is... I remember uh, Fred Flintstone going on television with big, <laughs> big tobacco in the 1960s and saying, ooh, this is good for you. You need to be smoking this. This is what we're getting right now. Well, Scott, if you remember that, you ought to remember the seven tobacco guys saying that tobacco didn't harm people. The, the FDA and the DEA are in business together. Okay, we and need the, a, uh, and the fact of the matter is, yeah, the tobacco companies have all tried to broaden opportunities to grow medical marijuana. Okay, the gentlemen, I'm, I'm going to stop. The happen to medical let marijuana me, let me is stop. to give it to you and the government. Okay, Mark, real People quick. People can grow marijuana and nobody's going to come after them. That's Mark, the small quantities. Nobody's going to jail for small quantities for personal use. Okay, the, Mark. What they're trying to do is stop the major drug dealers from uh, distributing. Well, I'd like to ask you a question. Let, if we know <laughs> that it has a medicinal purpose, Okay, gentlemen. Okay, gentlemen. Why, why are you saying it's Schedule 1? Schedule 1 means well, no purpose. I've lost control. Scott, Scott, Scott. Why does the FDA continue to confirm that it is not a medicine and should not because be? Because the FDA's in business with the DEA. These guys <laughs> take jobs. Okay, hold on yeah, a second. Hey, slow down. Slow down. Slow down, slow down gentlemen. All slow I have down. to say about marijuana being on schedule... Dude, I never schedule that shit. I just do it, eh? <laughs> shit. Yeah, just uh, go ahead and use it. But don't uh, pretend like it's medicine, and don't pretend like it's not unhealthy, that I, it's not dangerous. It's got 400 have, chemicals. It's actually more dangerous than smoking I, cigarettes. I agree with you, Scott. Thanks for that. Real quick, we're running out of time. Hey, Angel, Angel, can I say something? Yes. I have debated dozens and dozens of people, including doctors who actually know quite a bit more about this than Scott. But the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard anyone say... Scott just said. 400, 400 chemicals. Okay, let me say something, gentlemen. We're running out. We're running out of time. We are running out of time. But I, I, ha I hear you, though, Scott. I do hear you. I, I hear your concern about the abuse of it. Indicating that marijuana is more no, carcinogenic Mark, than, than tobacco. Yeah. Now, here's, here's my issue. Okay, guys, I gotta go. Come okay, on. Mark, care, Mark. Mark, before you go, are you? Um, can I ask you one question? Okay, because I'm going to ask this question of the both of you, and it's trying to be concise because uh, we have to go. Uh, the president recently did an interview where he said that he didn't think marijuana was uh, such a big deal. I'm paraphrasing. Um, he said that marijuana is not that as not as bad as you know maybe alcohol. And in the same interview, he said that he wouldn't let his kid play football. So the way I see it, he says marijuana is safer than football. What is your response to this, <laughs> Scott? And then we'll go. My with response to that is how many people have died from an alcohol-related death in America last year? Yeah. More than 600,000, and that doesn't include the people who just simply got cirrhosis and poisoned themselves. How many people died from a medical marijuana-related uh, death? Less Zero. than 100. <laughs> 600,000 versus less than 100. Case closed. Okay, okay Scott, well, what's your, res what's your response legal, to that? By the way, and more people are arrested for, uh, for alcohol than, to, than marijuana, by the way. As they should be. As they should be. <laughs> Some of them get pretty arrogant. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being on, 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 the, on the radio with us. We really appreciate it. What a great discussion. You both had very salient points. Yes, uh, salient. 
That's a very good point. What does salt have to do with this? Eh? <laughs> hey, Scott, you're a good sport. Thanks for playing. Hey, yeah. thank you. Yeah, thank you I'll both very much. Mark, Scott, thanks for doing this on such short notice. We look forward to seeing you guys sometime soon. That was uh, um, Mark o- O'Hara from the Patient Care Alliance. Uh, they are pro-medical marijuana. And also, the other gentleman's name was Scott Chipman. He was out of calmca.org. That's Citizens Against the Legalization of Marijuana. I have to say the acronym, eh? Acronym? Acronym. Eh? Acronym. Yeah, because <laughs> you got to choose your, your brain cells wisely, eh? And now, ladies and gentlemen, now on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to jump into my Patriot Pass because <laughs> recently, you know, in the past, my brother and I have argued over the fact that he thinks I shouldn't be able to... to uh, to uh, state my opinions, and I say over and over again that it's important that you exercise your right to freedom of speech because it will chip away at it. So here's my Patriot Pass this week. Mr. President. Your cavalier attitude toward the use of a narcotic like marijuana is disturbing. Your stance on many issues is disturbing. You see, a strong and moral conviction against such things is what made America great. The freedom to express one's beliefs in them without persecution is what made America great. The belief in individual achievements and free enterprise without government intrusion is what made America great. The ability to stand on principle because or regardless of religion or creed is what made America great. The ability to defend one's family and belongings from evil and tyranny with arms is what made America great. The preservation of life from conception to graceful ending is what made America great. Mr. President, your support for low standards, your feeble policies, and self-grandizement is despis- despicable. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my Patriot Pass. <laughs> there was my brother exercising the uh, biggest muscle in his body, his mouth. <laughs> Doing his Patriot Pass. So... So you feel that the his comments and his posture towards the marijuana or the pot talk he did is kind of like taking a step backwards for our quote unquote country. Yes, in, in your, he's chipping. He's tearing. He's tearing each thread of the moral fabric of our country little by little. <laughs> and each time he pulls it, you ever pull the thread on a, on fabric? Each thread you pull, more come and more and more pulls off. And that's what the president's doing to our country. Okay. Anyways, we'll be right back with Angels Chill Lounge. Hey, everyone. This is Melissa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Kick back. And listen.
The glass is half full or half empty. This is a common expression used rhetorically to indicate that a particular situation could be a cause for optimism, half full, or pessimism, half empty. Basically, an idiom used to explain or gauge how we perceive something. Uh, be wary. This expression can take us to a state of taking accounts, a state of gain or loss, asset or liability, good or bad, a subdued state. But consider this. Take no accounts. Empty the glass and empty it again and again and so on and so on. This takes us to a state of releasing, emptying, a state of renewing, a dynamic state. You see, we sometimes bear more than we own and sometimes we own more than we can bear. But through it all, let it go, empty yourself. You win, share it. You lose, let it go. Let us not measure lest we be measured. Let us not hold on to things lest they hold on to us. Chill, one love. And that's another another edition of Angels Chill Out. And that brings us back to the end of another edition of Man, Talk we could have had Angels. some more pot talk today, eh? That was going to like they didn't even need our help, our no. guest. I was about to leave. Dude, I was I was about to light one up, eh? <laughs> Shoo. <laughs> Anyways, uh tune in next week. We're gonna have a fantastic show. Don't we have a music guest next week? Next week, um, haven't confirmed it, but you know what? Della Cama, yes. Della Cama Rio is going to be here next week. Yes, formerly of uh, Sunset Riot. Now on a solo tip. Yes, he is. He's here and he's he just landed today. From and, Australia. And he wants to be here next week. So you're welcome, brother. Come in. We're going to have a fantastic from- show. Also, stay tuned at uh, 9 o'clock tonight for Tales from the Sunset Strip with Willie Bass. One of my favorite people, dude. This He's guy. doing the, the headbanger sign. You yeah. know, the, the two, the, the pinky and the index. It's the headbanger. It's the devil sign. Dude. It's the rocker it's sign. It's the Black Sabbath sign. It's the Ronnie James Deal sign. I think Ronnie James Deal is the one that he didn't invent it. Anyway, but it's, no one does it like him. It's NAM week. <laughs> it's NAM week. National Association of Music Merchandisers, or what, Merchandisers, right? Anyways, uh, his guests here tonight KK Martin and Mike Hans. Hanson. Oh, well, you, you forgot the end on there, Willie Bass. <laughs> anyway, stay tuned. Great show. Willie Bass uh, talks. Listen, nobody does it like Willie Bass. He's the uh, he's got the insight on all the rockers. I do. I listen. I listen to the show on the way home, eh? Last week was I cool. I plug it in on my app. You can get a, 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 um, a Live 365 app and look us up on Twin Talk Cast Radio. And like I do, I listen to Willie Bass on the way home. So, anyways, listen to Tales from the Sunset Strip. Last week on the show, Tales from the Sunset Strip, he spoke to... That, that's this week you're speaking to, Vicki Hamilton as well. All you told me about that last week was uh, the woman... Uh, the, oh, my God. <laughs> hey, man. Just, I'm running two shows here. <laughs> anyway, uh, you just got to check it out. Go to, listen, stay tuned and at 9 o'clock for Tales from the Sunset Strip. Willie Bass and friends. Awesome stuff. We'll be right back. See you later. No, we're out. We're off. Good night. Bye. Shoo!